Yo, what is good, guys? It's your boy, Sportcard Tom, back with another episode of the Slabstocks FC show, uh, where we talk everything sports cards, soccer cards in general, uh, about the market, specific sets, cards, players, grading companies, etc. everything, the whole nine. Before we get into this video, I need you guys to ignore my hair. You know, it's a mess, COVID cut, all that thing. I'm going to have to wait till the nationwide lockdown in the UK is over. I need a shave too, but I don't do this. My hairdresser does it all, so I apologize. You're going to have to look at my bird's nest of a haircut until until the, the nationwide restrictions are over. So I do apologize, but today's episode is going to be based around a question and answer, which I posted on my Instagram story a couple of days ago. And we now have a series of questions. I think we have about nine or 10 questions, which I'm going to answer today. Um, we got some good questions, some short questions, some jokey questions, just to try and mix it up a little bit. Um, I'm going to be doing this probably once a month where I do a Q and A. I want your guy, I want you guys to participate. I want everybody to be involved in this um, in the Q and A. I want it to be like a community based thing, um, and I feel like it'll be good just to create talking topics which nobody was expecting or people may not have sort of um, been considering until a specific question has been asked, answered. So, without further ado, let's get into it. You know who I am. You know who Slabs Lacks are. But so this is going to be the presentation. So question number one, do you think the value of match attacks will go up at any point? So World of Sports Cards, thank you for the question, first of all. Um, yes, I do feel that match attacks will go up. Um, I think we've seen them sort of have a uh, an increase in price recently with the, the top chrome um, match attacks which have come out and you know they've offered different variants i think they followed the same pattern with um, what they do with tops chrome when they've got like a 101 to 5 to 10 all the way through to 250 uh, i think it's 299 actually and maybe i'm wrong might be 250 299 in match attacks tops chrome um and I, I feel like that's already sort of started this increase in of demand and price for match attacks um me i was looking at like panini adrenaline which is sort of considered similar to match attacks and this was last year um, and i thought that there was a there was room in the market for panini adrenaline i know a lot of people don't like the statistics on card um and it's sort of a, an issue for a lot of people but with match attacks i feel like personally and this isn't again this isn't advice to go and start putting all your money into match attacks because obviously there are better products out there right now um i do see a market where match attacks are going to be collectible by collectors um and therefore could drive the price up i mean if you even the boxes are going crazy right now if you were to pull a a super fractor harland or, or fatty or, or messi or ronaldo you're going to get good money back um on what you paid for the box or even the packs um so i do see a world where match attacks could certainly increase in price and if not they already have um how far they'll go uh, you know only the future can only the future can tell moving on to the second question um, I believe this is going to be from Alex from Pokey Profit. Um, great account, great dudes, just as well as well as the sports cards. Give them both a follow. Um, for your Grail card, would you rather own a PSA one or have the equal equally valuable share in a PSA ten? So, first of all, for me specifically, my Grail card would be the Cristiano Ronaldo Mega Cracks one thirty seven, where he's in his sporting um, his sporting kit. Um, for me, I would personally rather own a PSA one. I'd rather physically own the card um, 
just with obviously my attachment with Man United and, and him coming to United and the Fergie days and, and them glory days. Um, I'd rather hold um I'd rather hold the PSA one. Um I obviously it'd probably be more profitable for me to hold the share, um in the ten at least, but for me, just the nostalgia, just being able to physically look at the card, regardless of how damaged it is, that brings me more joy um, than just watching a stock or the price go up and down and deciding whether I need to cash out, whether I want to cash out. Um, you know, I own a piece of art, in my opinion, regardless of condition. So, great question again. Thank you for the question, Alex. Uh, moving on, we have a series of questions from Boba Breaks. Thank you, Boba. I know you've asked about, I think there's four questions here I've got from yourself. Um, which is great, you know, thank you very much. Um, do you display any of your cards as art slash decor? And if yes, how so? <clears throat> right now, I do not. I don't personally display my cards. Um, the reason for that being is, as you can tell behind me, my room is a mess. Um, I haven't got a dedicated space, unless I've got some shelving behind me. I haven't got a dedicated space where I could, you know, show or present or display my cards for people. Especially with COVID, I'll only be really be displaying it for a backdrop in myself. There's not really people going to come in and vis visit, like see them physically. Um, but one thing I have been seeing a lot of is um, show your slabs. They've been creating like a a bigger sort of frame, I guess you could say, which is the design of like a PSA slab, and you can fit like nine up to fifteen specific like graded cards into the show your slabs thing, and you hang it on the wall. And I, think, I thought that was really cool. I think that's something I eventually will invest in. You know, you can get it printed with Sport Card Tom or, you know, Boba Breaks or whichever sort of, you, whatever your handle is on the top of it in the PSA format. Um, and I thought that was a really cool idea, real cool design. Um, and I think if I was going to display, I'd, I'd look to get one of them because majority of my cards are PSA. I know they're sort of bridging into BGS and SGC as well. So that could be an option for, for a lot of people. Okay. Second question from Boba Breaks. Best Discord slash Facebook groups slash platforms, etc., to stay engaged with the community? Um, great question. Um, for me, I'm not really been as active in the Slabstocks Discord. Obviously, I'm going to be biased. You know, I'm, I'm working with the Slabstocks guys. Um, but, I mean, they've got over 1,500 members in there. So, I would say Slabstocks. I would say... Um, Yeah, slab stocks. I'm not going to promote anyone else who's a paid service because I'm a very firm believer in information when it comes to sports cards should be free. You guys shouldn't have to pay, uh, guys and girls, you guys and girls shouldn't have to pay for information, if that makes sense. And the only other discords I can sort of, I can sort of think of at the top of my head are paid services, um, Facebook groups, US Soccer Breaks, um, Soccer Breakers FC, um, there's a bunch of Facebook groups. Once you sort of get in one, you sort of start to find and be recommended all the others. Um, and platforms. Again, Instagram's probably the biggest platform. I know Twitter's growing. There's a lot of guys who I associate with in the UK that are starting to push Twitter a lot and, and have already been doing this for like the last six to seven months. Um, so Twitter's growing in, in the aspect of the car community, in my opinion. Uh, it could be a great platform. It's so easy to digest and read and scroll through. Um, Clubhouse, I mean... <laughs> I'm still waiting for my verification for Clubhouse, but I really want to get something going on there. That would be super dope for me. Um, and I think it'll be a cool way to engage with, with people in the community. Uh, I hope I answered that question. Um, okay. 
Your next question was best way to store your PC and higher end cards. Um, this is a tough one for me. I I've just I have a Pelican case. I just put all my cards in a Pelican case. If I ever want to pull a card out and look at a specific card or sell a card, obviously I just open the Pelican case and look at it. But for me, I'm very like apprehensive about dropping them and cracking the slab or too much light getting in it and the distortion in the color. So I literally just pull it out as and when I want to look at it, put it back in the Pelican case, leave it there. Um, obviously, there's other alternatives depending on your price range. You can get glass cabinets, glass cases where you can store your cards. Just like I said, show your slabs, you can do it that way. Um, not a paid promotion for show your slabs. I just thought they're really cool. Um, you know, page who are doing their own thing and, and deserve some credit. Um, but really, that's a tough question for me because I don't really have many of my cards back from PSA yet, which I could then go on to sort of store and, and sort of maybe display in the future. If you have, if anybody has any ideas for Boba Breaks or any images that you could show him for a potential what he could do to show his cards off, drop him a message on Instagram. Um, and I think I actually added. Uh, <laughs> I think I added the same question in twice for you, so I do apologize about that. Um, but I know you did have a, another question. Um, so I do apologize if I, if I don't get around to that. Okay, my guy, Bozio. Bozio, okay. What's, what, so who's one player you know is going to be good um, but didn't invest in and now regret? Um, Phil Foden. I think I regret Phil Foden. Um, I, there's a card so I had multiple opportunities to buy the Killing Mbappe Kaboom really low um, and I, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is not buying multiple of the, the Mbappe Kabooms when they were like $300, $400 like BGS 9.5s and stuff like that um, but if you, you want me to talk about a specific player it's probably going to be like Phil Foden um and that's just because of his potential. Uh, I feel like he's got a ridiculous amount of talent. I wish I was sort of in that whole general um, vintage and modern vintage sort of section a lot earlier as well. Um, but, I mean, to name a few, I'd probably say Roldinho. I wish I got a few more of his cards. Um, R9, Ronaldo Nazario. Uh, maybe a little bit of Thierry Henry as well. Like, one of his rookies would have been nice when I was... Because they would have still been affordable for me back in February last year. So, um but my biggest regret is probably just missing the boat on Phil Foden optics when I could have picked them up for like ten dollars each. That's probably one regret. Where to buy soccer cards in the UK from? Uh, I think it's FA One One Hem. Maybe it's Falhem. I'm not sure. I do apologise if I butchered your Instagram handle. Um, for me, the number one place to buy, and I, I don't like to say it because I, I've had my disputes with eBay. Um, but it's, it's eBay. It's the easiest place to gather data around cards that you want to potentially pick up, to actually find cards, to see where they're listed, to see where they're you know, uh, being kept, whether it's in you know EU side or state side. Um, eBay is the best place to sort of to buy soccer cards, in my opinion. It's where I bought 99% of mine. Obviously, if you can buy directly from Tops, if you're looking to get in like Tops Now cards or uh, Panini Instant Cards, then obviously they're probably your best bets is doing it directly. It'll be a lot cheaper for you. It'll be more cost-effective. But eBay, is the, you know, it's, it holds the biggest share in terms of being able to access cards. Obviously, there's like Macari if you're in the States as well. But for yourself, 
that wouldn't really be uh, wouldn't really be helpful. Okay, Joe. You know the guest from last week, Joe. Favorite Liverpool player. <sighs> United fan. This is a hard one. Um, I'm gonna give you two. One's one's it's like a historic player who I really enjoyed watching in the past. Uh, I'm gonna try and figure one out for for current. <laughs> um, previous, so in the in the past, the oldies, I'd go with Fernando Torres. As much as you know, he was sort of one of those guys who um, was up there and competitive and sort of put it on United a couple of times and he had the Chelsea miss and stuff. I think Fernando Torres was brilliant to watch. I think he was one of Liverpool's better strikers he's, you know, they've ever had. Um, if I was going to say a current player, I mean, I like Genie Wanyadam. I'd liked, liked Wanyadam at Newcastle. Um, and I'd, I'd, it'll be between Wanyadam or Mane because I just think Mane is a super kind person with what he does back home and, you know, he, he's um, very charitable when it comes to his hometown and his home country. Um, but it can't choose between Wanyadam or, or Mane. It's got to be one of those for me. Premier Soccer Investing. Which is a better, sorry, which is a better buy? 2020-21 Tops Chrome UCL or Prism EPL? So, when okay, so you're talking about two upcoming sets here, okay? So you're thinking about the next, the next Champions League Chrome and this Prism coming up, okay? Which is a better buy? I'm going to say personally, um, I'm going to say Tops Chrome. Um, I mean, the fatty, the fatty auto, the chance at a fatty auto, ridiculous. Um, I think that's absolutely insane. Um, and instead of just obviously being sort of niched into one league, just being the Premier League, obviously there's a lot of cards going to be coming out in the in the Prism set, like you know your Kabooms, your Color Blasts, and obviously all your individual team cards and variants. For me, Touch Chrome just edges it. You know, you've got all the superstars in the world in that set, whereas you've only got sort of two, maybe three top players in the Prism set. You know. You may, you're, you're going to look at Harry Kane, Mohamed Salah, Mane. Obviously, that you know the form's not there right now. Um, but you look at Tosh Cohen, you've got Ronaldo, Messi, Fati, Haaland, um, Mbappe, Neymar. Like you, there's so much more. For me personally, I feel like 2020-21 is going to be a, a better buy. I would, if I was going to buy invest um, personally, no fin no financial advice. Uh, I would be going Tosh Cohen. Okay, so this is the last question of the night. Um, I'll save this, as you can see, it's quite lengthy. Um, I saved this question for last because it's been a talking topic. I've had disagreements with people. People are on the fence on which which one to, to sort of they, they see what they see happening. Um, and I feel like it's a really interesting and really good talking topic. And I feel like it's something that, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to give my opinion on the record. Not my opinion doesn't you know necessarily mean I'm right. It's just what I think. You guys are entitled to listen to my opinion, form your own opinion, um, leave a comment stating your opinion, drop me a message stating your opinion. So Sports Card UK, um, he sent me in a DM because it was too long. So he said, "Do you think that SGC will become the go-to soccer slash football slabber since PSA send out so many bad-looking slabs when it comes to soccer soccer stickers and cards?" To add to that. 
Many people in the hobby who are actually big spenders seem to be slamming their vintage with SGC. My thoughts on this are once people come into the come in and start seeing Pele, Maradona, Messi, etc. in SGC, they may become the go-to for soccer. Thoughts? Okay. I think this is a bit of a cop-out answer. Um, I feel like there's a there's room for both to, to sort of coexist as well as BGS. There's a, there's a room for all the free grading companies to, to coexist and even room for more grading companies to come in and rival them and challenge them. Um, you're right. There's a lot of a lot of the sort of vintage guys, the big the big spenders as you, you called them, um, are slabbing with SGC, uh, which is you know their personal preference. Um, me personally, I think the slabs look nice. The SGC slabs look nice. Um, but can I see it being a go-to? I just feel like PSA holds too much value. Um, I mean, again, it goes back to a, an opinion of whether what you're in the in the hobby for. Are you grading your cards to keep as a collection, um, and and sort of hold them to look at or to hold them as a long-term investment and not really worry about the the price right now, or are you in this for? You want to get the most amount of money for your cards, potentially, you know, to flip them, um, to sell them later on down the line. If you, you know, if you do decide to sell, it all comes down to what your, you know, your perspective on, on the grading companies are. So for me personally, um, again, my opinion, I prefer PSA. Um, I like the look of PSA as well as I like the look of SGC. Um, I personally, if I was looking for a card, I'd, I'd rather go for like a PSA 7, um, like, I don't know, Ronaldo Prism over a P, like an SGC 8 or 9. Um, I just feel like they hold more value. Um, and that could change. You're right, that could change. I For vintage, I feel SGC is always going to be, you know, a go-to for vintage um, because you can't take the risk of sending a sticker or a vintage or a really expensive vintage card to PSA and then putting them in them horrible sticker slabs where there's a huge gap around it and it can wobble about, dent the corners even more. Um, and I think that's a big problem. I think it's uh, it's disgusting that they would even slab something like that and send it back. But I still feel like regardless of that, you know, the market right now, um, and I think it's going to change. I do think I think vintage is actually going to take over eventually. But the market right now is so young; it's about all the youth. That's, um, and a lot of people are going to get burnt because of that. But I feel like right now PSA is just it's it's too much of a premium right now. Um, SGC, I don't know anything about their their submission times. I don't know anything about how backed up they are if they are at all. Um, but just to to answer your question. I feel like it's just going to be a split. I feel like there's going to be people... The US are going to primarily probably grade with um, PSA because it's like, the you know, it's a staple over there. Um, and then I feel like the UK are going to sort of split evenly maybe, um, especially with football, soccer. They're going to probably split between SGC and PSA. Now, one thing which I think could sway something, you know, sway it, in SGC's favor, um, or BGS or PSA dependent, is if they were to open a grading office, factory, whatever they whatever you want to call it, in the UK or Europe. If they were to do that, I think that would sway a lot of the market towards SGC, especially over here in the UK and Europe. If 
SGC were to open, you know, their office in Manchester, London, I'd probably send a few cards down straight away just to see what the service was like, to see what the turnaround time is like, because it is quite a pain being in the UK waiting for PSA. And I just, you know, stood up for PSA, but I, you know, I'm not going to hide my feelings around my experience grading with PSA. It's been terrible. You know, I set a 20 day submission out in July and it's still nowhere to be seen. Um, so it is, it is, there's pros and cons to both. Um, again, if, if PSA were to open an office in Europe or the UK, I think they'd going to take a lot of this market in the UK and Europe. Um, it is very, very um, opinion-based. I'm probably not the best person to talk about it. Again, I've never sent a submission to SGC or BGS. I've only bought the slabs. Um, the only, the only, the only grader I've um, sent with is PSA, and maybe that's maybe that's part. Of, maybe I'm part of the problem. You know, blocking myself. Maybe I need to actually go out and try SGC. And compare the grading because there's um, a lot of people do say that SEC grade tougher than PSA, um, and if that's the case, I, I I feel like there's there's an argument there for SEC to potentially one day um, sort of take the cake and be the be the be the standard. But right now, I feel like it's PSA. Um, but I would advise everyone to not sort of my was I was kind of a biased answer towards PSA. I know I said them a lot more than SGC, but I would advise everyone to sort of do your research on the cards you've got. Research the the, the grading companies. You know what you're looking to do with your cards. How you're looking to um, potentially move them, hold them long term, um, and then obviously make your decision based on your own opinion. Um, you can't. You know. You, I say you can't go wrong. I guess you can in ways, but if you're grading with SEC, PSA, or BGS. You're grading with the top three grading companies in the world. You know. You just, you're not going to get a bad service unless they ding your card, you know, dent your card, scratch your card, and and just cover it off and mark you down. Um, you're going to get a, a very very high level of grading and a very very sort of prestigious um, experience when you when you're grading these cards. Obviously, there's a, a couple of freak accidents and, and um, mishaps with, with some grading companies, which we've heard horror stories about. But you know, touch wood, this isn't going to happen to us. There's a chance it will, but Again, just form your own opinions, do your research, figure out what what you know your main sort of goal is with um, with grading, and and then make your decision based on that. Okay, so that is everything for today's episode. Um, again, not an expert on the grading companies. Um, there's going to be some mixed reactions. If you guys want to have a conversation, by all means, message me, leave a comment. Let's engage. Let's sort of talk it out. Let's, I want to hear everyone's opinion. You know. If you feel like you can convince me to, to, to go to SGC and try a submission with SGC, but I want you to try and do that. Try and convince me to do that because maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe I'm not as well-educated as some of you guys are on, on their grading process and what the potential is in the next three to five years with SGC. Um, and I want you guys to sort of share that knowledge in, uh, with me so I can try and understand your point of view as well as potentially try them out myself. Um, so... That's going to, again, that's it for today's episode. Um, if you're new to the channel, welcome. Subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell to be notified whenever we drop a video on the Slabstocks YouTube channel. Um, catch me on Instagram at SportCardTom. Um, and we will see you next week. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe.